This is a podcast for Christians who are ready to engage their minds, name their shame, and get comfortable with being messy. My name is Grace Clyborne, and I'm a Christian who's been around the block a time or two. I want to open up the door to conversations that we're just not having. I also want to create a safe space where no topic is too big or too small. So let's climb out of our boxes, stare our fear in the face, and discover the true grace of God. Come and embark on your own personal further journey and discover new levels of freedom that none of us knew existed. I don't know. I'm just feeling really stirred right now. Um, I was just listening to a Havla Cunnington message that she gave at Bethel Austin and I don't know, it just really stirred me to to jump on here and just to talk to people and to Christians and to people who have gone to ministry school or whatever it is and and just talk to you about your call and talk to you about about how we are so afraid to take risks sometimes. We're so afraid of getting it wrong. We're so afraid of not being enough, of not being pretty enough, of not being skilled enough, of not being all of these things. Uh, We're afraid of not measuring up to our peers or to the people that we look up to. And I think we just, I know that like for me, I'm challenging myself to take a risk. I mean, like this whole podcasting is like 100% that's what this is, is me taking a risk and me walking out and trying to see what it is like I I feel like I've gone through all these experiences but I haven't been able to share or teach or minister or do any of those things and this is the way that I feel like the Lord is saying like hey Grace start here and I just want to reach out to you whoever you are and just say like hey start somewhere you have to take a risk and sometimes you won't know for sure whether it's God I mean like with this Sure, there are things that have come up where I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure this is God, but I didn't know for sure. And by the time you guys hear this podcast, I will have probably already announced that I'm moving back to Austin. I'm moving back to Texas. I I went there for my third year internship with Bethel Austin. I did my internship under Joaquin Evans and worked very closely with Stephanie Giddens, who's like my hero. Um, And I ended up coming back home because I just missed my family so much. I also think I came back home because I just didn't really know how to separate properly from my family. In all honesty, I think I just had some personal things that I still had to work through and come home and work those things through and and then go back out and feel ready for those things. But I am moving back to Austin and I can't totally explain why. Um, all I know is that it feels like that's where I'm being led. It doesn't necessarily mean that I have had this booming voice from the Lord saying, Grace, I'm calling you back to Austin. Go serve my community, (laughs) whatever. Um, that hasn't happened. That didn't happen. But other things are lining up to where it makes the most sense for me next. And there is a stirring in me that knows that I'm hiding I'm hiding out here. That's what I'm doing. I know that there's a big part of me that knows that once I step into 
being a part of a community again, that I'm going to have to step up to the responsibility of being a leader. I'm going to have to step up and I'm going to have to uh, show up regularly. I'm not going to be able to hide at home reading my books and playing or like doing puzzles and watching movies with my sister. Like I can't hide anymore. God has put something in me and I have to go see it through. And I just feel also that there are other people that are in the same position that maybe you've finished up at ministry school and you've gone back home and you're living life and there's still a little piece of you that feels like maybe there's more still. And that's kind of a scary feeling. And I I know that it's a scary feeling because for me, I have had multiple experiences where I feel the Lord call me to something and I go and do it and it's painful. <laughs> like it's painful. It's hard. It's embarrassing. There are things that happen that I I wish like didn't have to happen. And I've made mistakes along the way and I have just totally screwed up finances and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. I mean like who hasn't done at least a few of those things? But I know that it can be really scary feeling God call you again because you know what it felt like before and you know what you had to give up before and maybe maybe your focus has been on the things that you've had to sacrifice versus the things that you have gained along the way and I think it's really easy to let our mind shift that way and to have our perspective just totally change and our perspective kind of go to a place where it's like you know, maybe we're get, we're a few years older and we realize that that's actually so much work that, you know, I know that I'm amazed that I was able to do certain things before because I'm like, at this point, I'm like, oh man, I don't know if I would move up to Reading with only $300 in my bank account, you know? Like, I mean, you know, you'd have to know pretty clearly that that's what God is calling you to do. And, and I did at that point, you know, like God was speaking to me very clearly about six years ago, you know, when, when I went to ministry school in Mozambique, when I went to Bible school, when I went to BSSM, I heard the Lord so clearly and I knew it so, so, so deeply, but slowly but surely his voice has changed in my life and it, it has changed and it's so different. And so it can feel a little bit harder to take those risks. But I just, I don't know, like, I feel like if there's someone who's listening to this and they know that God is stirring them again and, but it's like kind of scary and you don't really want to listen to it because you know that it could require a sacrifice. So you're putting off listening. And the only reason why I feel like there's someone out there that's feeling that is because I have certainly been feeling that way. And I know that I'm not alone. I know that sacrifice hasn't always been easy for everyone, including myself. And so if you feel like God is stirring you to do something, I just, oh man, I just, I know it's so hard, but I want you to take a risk again. And I'm saying that as someone who's taking a risk again. I'm moving back to Austin. And I have to tell you, when I was in Austin, I'm so thankful for Bethel Austin. They're just like such an incredible community. They're so special. And I have like just bubbling over love for them. But living there was tough for me because I didn't have a car. I had hardly any money. It took me so long to find a job. I was taking the bus everywhere. It was just like such a mess. <laughs> um, and it was so difficult that by the end, I was like, I, I want to go home. <laughs> um and it was hard and I've gone and visited twice since my internship 
And I feel like the Lord, like just me going and visiting, I feel like the Lord has really redeemed a lot because it's taken away like those like fears and triggers like with transportation, that was a huge trigger. So the last time I went back, I rented a car and it was amazing. I got a car upgrade. Um, it was like um, some like really fancy sports car. I don't remember what it what it was, but it was cool. And I was able to drive everywhere. I didn't, I wasn't strapped for finances as much. I was able to pay for my gas, pay for my groceries, pay for everything that I needed. I was comfortable. I was able to break off of those negative experiences from before. So like the stress about transportation, okay, that's gone. Um, The stress of showing up really, really early because the bus is going to drop me off is gone. You know, I could show up at a time that I felt comfortable with or whatever it is. It's we have to kind of like go down and like break those things off, like those little little tangible things because now like thinking about moving there, it's like it doesn't incur as much anxiety as it would have if I hadn't gone back and visited. So there are things that I think maybe we just experience through our time of taking risks for the Lord and sacrificing things for the Lord. And there are things that happen that are good and bad hard, (laughs) good and damaging, um, good and stressful and maybe a little bit traumatizing. And I mean, (laughs) that's just life. And like, that's just us stumbling around in life and stumbling around trying to figure out how to follow the Lord. Like good things happen and bad things happen or hard things. And I know that for me, like being home has been really nice because I'm able to live with my family. I don't pay very much in rent. I have finally been able to get another car because before I moved to Austin, I had to get rid of my car because it was so old and it wouldn't have even made the drive to Texas, which is why I didn't have one when I was there. But coming back, I was able to get another car, live at home, save some money, all of those things and just rest. And now I feel like God is calling me out and being like, Grace, you're hiding. Like I have so much more for you. And even though I have a job where I do get to have, you know, some sort of reach in speaking to people and, you know, helping people along in their walk with Christ, there's still more. There's still more. And and I know, <laughs> I know that moving is going to be a step towards those things that God is calling me to that are still unknown and are scary. And because they're unknown, there's a fear of having to make certain type of sacrifices again that I've had to make before and that were painful. So I don't know. I think I'm also coming to a place too where I'm like, financial stability is so important, but at the same time, that can't be my main focus in life. You know, obviously we want to be really smart, but we can't be so focused on those things that we're no longer listening to the Lord. Like we're just literally living to make a paycheck. We're literally just living to create savings. And I mean, I listen to Dave Ramsey and I'm not saying anything like, don't be stupid, but at the same time, don't let finances tell you what to do. So I don't know. I just, I feel like they're are definitely people out there who just need to hear this and just need to know that like you're not the only one who's scared and you're not the only one who's sitting back and hiding hiding the things that you know that God has put in you but didn't feel validated enough in that area or 
or maybe it was, but it was such a hard experience that you're like, nope, I'm done. But man, you're not done. You're not done. You're not done. You are not done. (laughs) There's a whole lot more for you. And I think we just need to turn that switch back on where we hear the voice of God again where we hear his call again, where we hear him speaking in ways that feel confusing again. And I believe that God has used our time, you know, when we've been dialed back and trying to just figure out normal life. God obviously has used that time. And I know that for me, I'm a different person because of the time that I spent back home and I've healed in ways that I couldn't have ever imagined. And this definitely was a time from the Lord. Like as soon as I moved back from Austin, my brother got engaged. I was able to be here for the wedding and help with all of that and just be be there for that entire season. I was able to get my feet on the ground. I was able to, you know, just rest and sleep. And I think that's what I needed. Um, But it's time for me to wake up. You know, it's like sleeping beauty. I went to sleep for a little while, I was resting, and now the prince has come to kiss me and to wake me up. And um, I don't think I'm the only one. I don't think I'm the only one. And I think, like, you know, there are a lot of things going on in the world, but we can't let politics and we can't let social media or whatever, like, (laughs) tell us what to do or how to think or how to manage our lives or where to go like Havila was talking in this message I I really encourage everyone to listen to it because it was so good she was speaking at Bethel Austin it was like November 13th November 14th I think it was November 14th uh Bethel Austin you can find on YouTube Havila Cunnington was talking and she was talking about like how we are we can be so prone to just like be paying attention to all these things in front of us and we're like but what about this and what about this and what about this and how jesus is like stop stop i'm doing something i'm doing something so just stop looking at those things and look at me so i just want to tell you to stop looking at those things And just look at him. What is he doing? What is he saying? Get back like on the ground again. I don't know. Like whatever it takes. Like what are some things that you used to do when you were at BSSM that you felt so connected to the Lord? Like don't be afraid to go there again. And I totally understand. I totally, totally, totally understand. We have, we have like connections in our brain about certain things or about certain movements or certain styles of worship or whatever, because I know that for me, like in, you know, in school, I always felt like pretty intimidated by people and a little bit nervous about worshiping around people and, you know, felt the pull to, you know, jump up and down or whatever it was that like everyone else was doing that I was like, oh, maybe I'll do that too. Like, don't let those like past experiences that were uncomfortable for you, like define your relationship with God. Like go there with him again and try things again and take risks again. And I I also just want to emphasize so much how in the past two years 
I have not heard God in the way that I have heard from him almost my entire life. God started speaking to me differently as soon as I got to Austin two years ago for my internship. Just totally changed it. Totally changed it. And for a long time, I was like, God literally is not speaking to me anymore. But recently, very recently, I heard him finally break through and say, Grace, I'm speaking to you through wisdom. And it made so much sense. But at the same time, it was so hard. And it's made it so that I don't have a cut and dry, yes or no, black and white voice of God telling me what to do anymore. I really did have that. I really did have that. Little things and big things I would hear so clearly. But as of two years ago, no more. (laughs) So starting this podcast, starting the blog, starting my Instagram, moving back to Austin, all of those things I have done without hearing a clear yes or no, black or white from God. Or black or white, yes or no from God. It's all been through him teaching me how to hear him through his wisdom, through, yeah, just the Holy Spirit speaking to me in a different way. And so maybe God is speaking to you in a different way too. And I would say with that, like if you're still not sure how God is speaking to you anymore, I would say like just start doing stuff and see how it feels. Because honestly, like I know that for me, I have a really hard time thinking about like doing something that's going to waste my time or make me look stupid or um, or that I'm just not sure about or that I'll have to go back and be like, oh, never mind. I don't want to do that anymore because I actually don't know if that's right or whatever. Like I have a really hard time of, with that. So I always want to know when something is for real. But you guys, like at a certain point, I just have to do it. I just have to try it. I just have to do it. And if it's not right, who freaking cares? Like, I'll just delete the Instagram account and forget about it. And everyone else will forget about it too because they don't care as much as you think they do. And so I just want to encourage you as well, like just start the thing, do the thing, whatever it is that you feel like maybe God is calling me to this. I have no idea. I don't feel a yes or no. I don't feel like he's speaking into it. Just do it. It's kind of like just drive until you find a red light. Like if there's no, if there's no red light, just go, just do it, just try it, like whatever it is. So I just want to call out those people who, not call out, I I don't really like that word, as, that term as much. I just, I just want to speak to the people who are like me in this moment where you have had multiple experiences with the Lord, but some things were uncomfortable, some things were scary, some things were traumatic, and even though we had beautiful experiences, they've been overshadowed by really tough experiences. And I just want to offer my hand and say, I'm right there with you. And I'm so sorry. But come with me. Come with me. And let's do this together. Let's figure this out together. Let's be honest with each other. Let's tell each other the stories of what was hard and what was good. Oh, my word. I just saw a huge shadow in my room. (laughs) oh jesus what are we gonna do okay gosh okay because i'm sitting in my room facing my the corner and there was a huge shadow that just went behind me and my light is behind me so like it like was right behind me oh my gosh 
<laughs> okay, so the Lord is doing something. I think for anyone who's listening who's like, oh, no, that's bad. No, it's good. I think it was like an angel. Um, wow. Okay, so maybe God is saying something, and maybe we all need to listen to this message today. <laughs> um, wow, thank you, Lord. See, you guys, okay, this is such a great example because I wasn't even sure if I should make this podcast episode. I was just feeling stirred watching or watching and listening to Havla Cunnington. And I'm like, you know what? I feel this small inkling that maybe I should record something right now because I feel the Lord on this. And I came in my room. I set everything up and I started. I was sitting in front of my microphone for a couple minutes because I was like, I don't even know what to say. Where do I even start? And I felt like the, I felt like this pull in me that was like, just start, just start talking. Like you don't have to plan it out. And here we are. And here we are. So, wow. Okay. So God's doing something. <laughs> this is so cool. Um, wow. Yeah, I guess I'm just kind of in this moment right now. Um. Yeah, just don't forget the things that, don't forget what he's told you. And don't forget that there's more. I know, like, for me, I really value head knowledge. Like, I study things on my own constantly, and I really, really value head knowledge. And if if you know me well, you know that about me. But there's really something about how God can really just go above and beyond head knowledge, right? He can really just go right through all that stuff. He really can. Sometimes two plus two doesn't equal four, does it? <laughs> oh, God is so good. All right. Well, now that that's happened, I truly can't think of anything else to say. But, yeah, God's doing something, he's moving, he's speaking, and he's calling you back. He's calling you back into the arena. And please know that you don't have to come into the arena looking or sounding like anyone else. You don't have to come into the arena standing tall. You don't have to come into the arena running and shouting. You can come into the arena just the way you are in this very moment. And anybody who asks you to do anything otherwise is not for you. But God is so good and so gracious that we can go into the arena completely dirty, completely messy, and we can fight. And as we fight, he cleans us. As we engage in the arena, he cleans us. As we start to run, the dirt falls off because he's for you and because his grace is so transcendent that it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what you've said. That's all in the past. As soon as a moment goes by, it's in the past. We should know this. We should know this by now. So don't let your mistakes victimize you. Because every second that goes by, 
Everything is now in the past. His mercies are new every day, but his mercies are new every moment. So come back. Come back in who you are, in your true personality, your true characteristics, in all of your messiness, in all of your mistakes, in all of your confusion, in all of your uncertainty, come back into the arena. All right. It must have been the Lord. I love you guys. And um, come back to a place of remembering his, his holiness, his majesty, his glory. And not in a haughty way, but in a very low to the ground, remembering his greatness and his mercy.